you call him daddy? Do I call her daddy? Call her daddy. (laughs) This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with sparkling ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor, sparkling ice, anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy Gang, I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself and it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. It didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash daddy. This episode is brought to you by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Most women will experience a yeast infection during their lifetime, but it is time to stop giving women's health the silent treatment. I think sometimes we get so anxious, we don't want to deal with it. Well, actually, yeast infections, you're like, I actually have to deal with this. I literally am so fucking itchy right now. That is what Azo products are for. They have an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Azo Complete Feminine Balance helps restore the balance of good bacteria and for protection from yeast and urinary tract issues, try Azo Dual Protection. Azo Care That Goes There. Daddy Gang, you can save 20% with the promo code PODCAST at azoproducts.com. That's A-Z-O products.com. <laughs> oh, baby, what the fuck is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father back at it again for another episode of Call Her Daddy. Daddy Gang, yes, I'm speaking to you. Can you hear me through your speaker? through your headphones listen the fuck up code red things have gone dark oh god it's gone dark it's gone blackout we are full blown blackout oh god alex what'd you do now daddy gang (laughs) hey hey guys this is a uh a no no judgment zone right judgment free zone right you're all like just tell us what you fucking did you stupid bitch hmm so do you guys remember um, last week when I told you that I wasn't going to follow the guy's Instagram that I'm dating because I thought it would be very good for my mental health and I thought that my therapist would be so proud of me and I thought that it would really keep me at bay from my psychosis? <laughs> <laughs> 
you're all like, dear God, what? See, Daddy, here's the thing. It's when you when you restrain a psychopath, what ends up happening is they find a way. <laughs> can't. Okay, this is what's going down. The update, Daddy Gang. I still have not followed him. So that's, I guess that's, well, I guess it's still growth. But listen to where it's taken me. <laughs> it's taken me somewhere dark. <clears throat> the day that the man handed over his Instagram and I was able to find his handle. That day, in that moment, the minute I laid eyes on it, the minute I fucking locked eyes with that baby, I took a screenshot of his account, okay? Whoa, <laughs> this is getting dark and we don't even know what she's talking about. I screenshotted his account. <clears throat> And every single day since that date that I got that beloved Instagram, I have gone back to his Instagram and I have refreshed to check three things. If you didn't know this, which you all fucking do, but let me just remind you, when you don't follow a private account, there's three things that you have access to. Well, four, his profile picture, number one, number two, how many pictures he has posted, number three, how many followers he has, and then number four, you see how many people he is following. So since that day, every single day since, I have gone back and I have gone to his profile and I refresh. And although all I have is numbers to work with, you best believe that I have been looking every single fucking day to see if those numbers change. And oh, they have. Oh, oh, they have. And let me tell you where my mind goes. I saw he posted a picture. I don't know what the picture is, but I saw he posted a picture. Naturally, instead of being like, oh, I bet he posted with the fam, the fam bam. No, no, no. I am over here ignoring him for the past three hours because this is where my mind went. What if the man that I am dating posts shirtless, douchey photos at the gym? take a minute to think about that can you fucking imagine if i finally follow that motherfucker and he takes gym selfies it is going to be d-day folks okay i am on edge and i'm like i'm treating him weird right now i'm like not answering his text messages he didn't do anything he probably really did post a family photo but i am letting my mind run so dark also another update he unfollowed someone who do you think he unfollowed someone that he was in a fight with last week who could he have unfollowed i need the details and here's the thing i cannot admit this to him but here's also the thing he listens to my episodes hey babe i'm gonna have to tell him this one this was a full-blown oh i just had to make something up the show's getting boring he's like no so alex i know that's exactly what you were doing this is true daddy gang I am now entering into a land where I genuinely do not know is not following the man that I am dating who has the private Instagram account. Is it more unhealthy for me to be over here in my apartment, sitting in the dark, staring at the numbers, changing and changing and waiting and waiting and refreshing and refreshing. It's, it's becoming psychotic. By this time also, I've already memorized. I could tell you right now how many posts he have, and I already know how many people he's following. I don't really give a fuck about who's following him. Like, don't care. It's who he's following and the amount of pictures. <clears throat> So welcome to Call Her Daddy this week. Everyone is like, yo, you didn't even let us get our footing in this episode. And this bitch is off. If you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, go listen to last week's intro because the guy that I'm dating has a private Instagram account and it's honestly sending me off the fucking rails because I know the minute I follow that man, it opens up a huge opportunity for me. 
I will be crowd surfing on my fake account going through his Instagram like it's a fucking rave. I will be in and around every single person that that man follows. I will go through every like. I will go through every picture. I will study the photos. I will compare photos to other women that he is also following because maybe she also had a fucking picture in the Icelandic region. And that means, you know what that means, they were together. I am in a full rage (laughs) blackout right now. But I think that it's healthy for me to come on here and be honest that going towards health, going towards wellness in relationships, like this is my year of, you gotta, like I said, it doesn't happen overnight. You're all like, no fucking shit, you psycho bitch. I'm trying really fucking hard. And poor him, he's being so fucking cute. And he's like, it's really not a big deal. Like, why don't you just follow me? And I'm like, oh, sweetheart, because you don't know what following you entails. And honestly, if you really fucking understood what it meant, then you would never, you would never accept my follow request. Because honestly, your life, the day that you fucking click accept, your life as you know it is turning to absolute hell. I am going to become your worst fucking nightmare. (laughs) Dude, this is so fucking dark. How does a man date me? I know that's what you're all fucking thinking. Shut up, daddy gang. I know we're friends because you guys do this too, right? (laughs) You're all like, no, you guys stalk. Every girl, every, at least every girl can admit you fucking stalk. We get off on this shit. And according to my therapist, that is okay. Let me cite my fucking sources. MLA format is how I was raised in school. I will quote my therapist, okay? Let me give you guys a clinical term. (gasps) No, she didn't. My therapist told me that my psychotic actions of screenshotting and re and going and looking at the numbers, she said that's what you call, that's what they call regression in therapy. However, she did say that regression is is really the beginning of progression. She said, and I quote, it's expected. Even though in times, Alex, it looks bad, it's good. One step forward, two steps back, but it's progress. Two, one, two, one, little dark, little light, little dark, little light, progress, progress. My therapist is not English, so it's progress. You're all like, Alex, that's not a thing. Yeah, it is. Take it up with my fucking therapist. All right, I'm going to take a little break, a little breath. Um... I got a lot for you this week, so just just strap on in. Strap a fucking dildo on and go fuck your dad. What? All right, hold on. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with mats, really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do. But when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate. ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang, and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. 
ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Do you ever find yourself looking at your full wardrobe, but still feeling like you got nothing to wear? Well, gather around, daddy gang, Saks.com. You're gonna find instant inspiration for that date night, for that impromptu vacation, okay? Maybe you need a new dress because one of your friends is getting married soon, okay? So if you're looking for a new style or want to build a better relationship with your closet, then head to Saks.com to shop for everything on your agenda. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Something that really grinds my gears is I somehow will find myself just subscribing to things, right? And then all of a sudden, I see I have been paying the subscription service and I don't even use it because I just forgot to cancel it. Rocket Money can help you cancel a subscription that would otherwise be more time-consuming and also you probably forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place place. And if I see anything I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddy. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddy. Rocketmoney.com slash daddy. Before we proceed into the episode this week and with our guest, I decided that I wanted to share something with you guys. You know, we love we love the guy with the private Instagram. We love the other man in his 30s. We love the two healthy lads in my life. But of course, in my life, as I have said, the unhealth trickles back in. I want you guys to all take a beat, take a minute, and let me know if this name rings a bell. Do you guys remember Slim Shady? (laughs) You're all like, no, Alex, please, for the fucking love of God, do not get back with him. I'm not. Relax. However... Daddy gang, let's just say that Slim Shady, and if none of you know who Slim Shady is, you're like, Alex, we know it's Eminem, the rapper. No, I wasn't dating Eminem, although that would be fucking way better than this. That was a nickname for a man that was long ago on my roster, and we kicked him to the curb. We gave him the boot. But as my life goes, of course, there's a new update on the man. And I've been involved in a little drama, which we love here on Call Her Daddy. And I hate to be a tease, but I want to just quickly give you an idea of next week's intro, okay? Because Daddy Gang, this story next week is going to involve Slim Shady, who is still up to his same shady antics. The woman he is dating, who he was also talking to while we were talking. Her DM to me this past weekend... And to top it all off, folks, and this is really, it's what we fucking love here on Call Her Daddy, the drama. This story involves an upcoming fucking wedding. A wedding, Alex? Yes, a wedding. Daddy gang, this woman, 
and her proposal to me regarding what she wants to fucking do at this wedding involving Slim Shady. Let me just tell you, I am getting major, major Game of Thrones, the Red Wedding vibes. Okay? You're all like, Alex, you're starting to scare us because in that scene, everyone dies at the wedding. Yeah, that might as well be what's going to fucking happen here. Okay, folks? Um, no, guys, this is the shit. I'm sorry. It's just, it is so entertaining. I get why people sometimes are like, this can't be real. Like, she has to make this shit up. I would think it's made up too. And maybe I'll have fucking Lauren on next week to help me narrate this story because it's so unbelievable. The moral of the story that you're going to hear next week, guys, is... Everyone can relate when you date a fuckboy, when you're with a fuckboy and you allow your head to get so warped up in their bullshit, okay? Unfortunately, you find yourself willing to go to such psychotic lengths to get back at this person. Hence why she reached out to me and hence why us women must fucking stick together because, oh my God, folks. Oh my god, this is, I'm getting so dark. Let's just fucking say it's gonna be a good fucking week next week. And unfortunately for them all, I have a fucking podcast and I need content and it's Corona. So I will see you motherfuckers next week and we will call this next episode The Red Wedding. All right, guys, let's get into the fucking episode this week. We have our goddamn first porn star coming onto the fucking podcast. You guys, I'm so excited. Her name is Lana, but her real name is Amara, but her stage name is Lana Rhodes. And I'm so excited to have her on. And she's going to basically bring us through her life pre, during, and post being a porn star. Let's get into it. Guys, I have Lana Rhodes with me today. Hey, guys, what's up? It's me, Lana Rhodes, like she said. (laughs) It's Lana. It's Um, Lana. First and foremost... Let's talk about your name because I'm not going to lie. I sound like a fucking idiot, but I literally thought your name was Lana because it's a normal name. Some porn stars will have like Crystal or like, like a random Ferrari. Ferrari. (laughs) Right. And you're like, Lana, I swear to God, I saw you on a vlog or something. And you said you picked it because Lana is anal backwards. No, no, oh, no, 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 I, no, I didn't even know that at the time that Lana is anal backwards. I found that out later. That is. So we're going to pretend that is why you picked me. Lana fucking wrote. Yes, yes. Anal so so hard. (laughs) Anal so hard in my asshole, please. Oh my God. Have you ever had a porn scene of anal? Yeah, so actually most of my porn was anal because I have... People don't believe me, but I have like a really, really tight vagina oh, and big dicks, you. big dicks don't fit in my vagina. So I got to go in the op- Yeah. So I opted for anal like to preserve my pussy. Wait, that's kind of like brilliant. Smart. It's right? almost like you were doing porn in like the anal category. So technically, like you're kind of a virgin. In- yeah. Well, OK, so I'm actually a really weird case. Like I was only with one guy before I did porn as well. OK, in real life. Go. Yeah, let's get into it. So Amara, Lana. When the fuck did you be like, I want to be a porn star? This is going to sound really, really weird, but I knew that I was going to be a porn star from probably like the age of like 13. Okay. Or maybe 12. (laughs) You're like, it was so crazy. I was watching Looney Tunes and then all of a sudden something came over me and I was like, I need to do porn. Wait, why? What? Like, Okay, so I wasn't even watching porn. Like I I didn't, like I didn't even watch porn. I just fucking knew. So I had like a hard 
growing up life at home no like sexual abuse that's always what people um, assume assume because you go into sex work Um, basically like my sister has really bad schizophrenia she was always it was just very like chaotic at home so whenever those things would happen I'd sort of just like dive into like my favorite show was like the girls next door of playboy I was obsessed like yes I wanted to be them growing up and then I'd watch documentaries Anna Nicole Smith um Savannah Jenna Jameson, like, all of them. And that's sort of just, like, what my escape was whenever I was, like, going through all of this stuff. And it also, like, just gave me, like, hope for the future. Like, I can do that whenever I grow up. And their lives look so glamorous and amazing. And I knew it would, like, get me out of, like... What you know, like, yeah, through. yeah. So that's sort of like where it came from and why I had, like, that ideolation from a young age. Then I ended up doing it and I realized it wasn't as glamorous as right. it looked. Yeah. Right, it's so glamorized and you didn't realize, like, what it goes what, on behind yeah, the like scenes what you actually have to do to be in that right. position like honestly whenever I first got into porn even like the day before I was about to shoot my first scene I never thought I'm about to like have sex right. with someone like I didn't think that okay wait there's so and much it's just happening. being like young and naive Dude, did you finish high school you know that I went to prison as like a juvenile so I was at like 16 and I got my GED in there can I ask you what you were in jail for um so I really didn't do anything honestly like I know everyone says that everyone says that no okay so I was just with people who were like doing stuff like I'm from Chicago so it's like this is like very very common like basically I had like a boyfriend he had friends shady people they were older than me like they'd break into houses they do all that type of stuff and I was just with them I honestly never took anything for myself never made any money off anything I just liked this guy and I was just with them what do you think when you look back on your time in jail like do you think it changed you at all I've said this like to a few people going to prison was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because I was on like such a bad path in my life I was you know hanging out with the wrong people like I was I got arrested probably like 20 times before I went to prison I was doing I did heroin whenever I was younger like I did like hardcore drugs I was just going completely down the wrong path I went to prison never really did drugs again after I got out Um, I barely drank never committed a crime after like it really just put me on like the straight and narrow and I think I wouldn't be where I am today if I wouldn't have went oh my god yeah that's kind of like amazing yeah like I feel like some people look back and they're like it was the worst time of my life but also at least you're able to be like yo like you know it saved me it saved you did your parents know you were doing all this shit so my mom like worked a lot she was a single mom um I think like to some extent she knew obviously she'd know whenever I would get arrested like she'd have to come and get me but I think that's what changed whenever I was in prison was that I never had like proper authority or like guidance growing up from like a parent and whenever I went in there it was like the most like from like all the staff in there is like the most loved I felt in my entire life that like it sort of like healed like some of the trauma that I had like growing up from like all the things with my sister right I just really felt like they cared about me in there and it like made the world of difference and it's so weird, like, going no, to prison like, and having this amazing experience. No, yeah. You're like, I God, mean, guys, like, you have to go I mean, to jail. It's no, the best thing no. ever. I like, swear. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, it sucked. Like, the food was trash. Oh, yeah. There were, like, bugs crawling on me whenever I was sleeping. There was, like, a drip in my ceiling in my cell. Wow. Like, also, like, it was bad, too, because, like, I 
went to jail because of like the guy that I was like dating that I was like super in love with he never like wrote me and I just remembered like sitting in my jail cell just like being so salty I'm like I'm sitting in this cell by myself right now over this asshole and he's not even writing not even fucking writing me and whenever he was in jail I wrote his ass every day and then that sort of like whenever I got out I was just like Yo, like I need to I started my putting shit. men in their place. Wait, that is so funny. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but how call her daddy, guys, that she's like, I was in jail. I was alone. He didn't write. I wrote him. He didn't write me. And therefore, I got out. And I was like, I will never put up with that shit again. Yes, never. I was like the biggest fucking doormat before that. He was like, baby, wow. let's go rob a house. I was like, okay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like the most extreme. We're like, guys, if a guy is taking advantage of you being dick long, it's like, he wanted yeah. me to go rob a house. And I was like, okay. And then I got out. No, and I'm like, fuck now, you. Now with the smallest fucking thing, I'll fucking call it out. Like, Good. my boyfriends don't get away with shit. Nothing. Well, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so I sort of, like, climbed a ladder. So, like, as soon as I got out of prison, I went and got a job at a place called the Tilted Kilt, which is, like, Hooters. Okay. And then whenever I turned 18 that day, I quit, and I went to the strip club. And then porn. Yeah. Okay. So, you decide to get into it. Who do you even, like, contact? Like, how does that even work? So, I contacted an agent. Okay. Yeah. So, I looked up, like, other of, like, the most, like, successful stars in, like, the industry and who their agent was. And then I went with him. Uh, My first agent turned out being um, a bad experience. And he was very, like, controlling. Almost, like, pimp-like. Like, he would, like, scream at me, wouldn't give me days off. It was just really, really bad. And so, then I quit for a while. And then I went back with, like, a different agent. And now, like, when did you get super famous? Because, like, in that first stint, like, what happened from that? Yeah, two stints in porn. So, altogether, I'd say I've shot porn for less than eight months. Wow. Um, I became, like, okay, so in porn, it's, like, sort of weird. So, there's people that are famous in the porn industry. Okay. So, that's not, like, mainstream famous where, like, people outside of porn know you. It's, like, the girls that the directors are, like, oh, I want to shoot her for, like, all my scenes, and you get all the showcases and stuff like that. So, that was me at the beginning, um, like, a buzz, like, in the industry. Like, she's going to be, like, our next big star. She's going to do this. Let's all give her a showcase. And there's probably, like five to eight girls who are like in that position in the industry so that was where I was at in like my first stint in porn and then I came back and it was like even more so like popular in the industry I had like five showcases in one year and then I quit and I started focusing like on growing my Instagram and stuff like that and then that's whenever I shot to number one on Pornhub after I had already quit porn and why do you think that is I'm just from like the mainstream exposure and like social media is so much more powerful than actually like right. being in porn it gave me like more exposure right so people would see me on instagram and then they'd go and search me on Pornhub, right. and i became number one searched so that i'm not insane yeah so but it's didn't, literally post you doing porn that you were like the biggest on Pornhub. yeah i became like the number one porn star months after i quit porn maybe like a year did after it I make porn. you question if you should go back and do it again no way no, no no do you think you'll ever do it again no there's not a chance are there any scenes that you regret that you wish you could take off the internet that like are on the internet is there that one in your mind that you're like fuck okay so there's nothing that I would take off the internet because I really don't care what other people like think or see on there but there's stuff that I wish that I would have been like felt strong enough to say no to because it's troubling for me like internally right. to have done those things. Okay. Yeah. Can you give us an example? I mean just 
just like the more hardcore stuff like yeah. the vanilla stuff was like fine i guess like if you're gonna do it yeah. um but like the more hardcore stuff even while i was doing it i didn't feel like i was i feel like this is really common for young girls just not feeling like you're able to say no yeah to stuff and it's no one else's fault like that i um, did the things or like I'm not gonna say like that people pressured me right. but I sort of was pressured but I said like yes I want to do that like I love this this is great but inside like I'd go home and cry every day I was having panic attacks about some of the things that I was having to do um but I can't blame anyone else because I literally didn't tell anyone right. that that was going on well it must have been so hard because you're like on this track of wanting to be so successful and yeah. even you're saying it like you must have put a little bit of pressure on yourself too if you were that young knowing you wanted to be a porn star and you saying like I knew I was gonna make it I knew I was gonna be one of the biggest yeah then when you are in the situation and you have like oh there are four dudes and we're about to do like a huge scene with like all these guys in your mind as the performer you're like I know I'll kill it but also like as the person like I don't really want to do this no yeah and you have to go home and think about those scenes and be like what the fuck just happened to yeah me? and that's like another thing too is a lot of girls get into the industry saying oh I'll never do a gangbang and I'll never do this but the agents like they've been in the industry like forever their job is to convince the girls to do the most stuff for the cheapest amount of money and like they have ways of like convincing you that you're gonna be the best and the biggest and everyone's gonna love you if you will do this and that for like yeah barely any money like they're just I just feel like they've become so like good at doing that that they almost like brainwash some of the girls because I never thought in a million years that I would do a gangbang right whenever I first like stepped into the industry right and then that's probably like you're like oh here I am And then you're saying, and then you go home and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And then you have to start to be like, where is my limit? Because, like, no one else is looking out for you but you. Because they want the money and they want the shot and they want to put it up onto fucking Pornhub. Yeah, exactly. So I do think anyone listening that's, like, interested in getting into this industry, that's, like, a really good... I mean, that's advice from you, Lana, like, firsthand, you saying, like... Yeah, no, I would say absolutely not. Like, now in this day and age, there's so many other options. Like, fucking do an OnlyFans, upload your own shit on Pornhub. It makes way more money. Whenever I quit porn, I had less than $100,000 in my bank account. Damn. And now I have... I'm a millionaire now after quitting. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. (laughs) Yes, bitch. That is so good for you, dude. It's a fucking rip off. Say that every fucking day. Yeah, there's good for fucking you. And, like, I just want other girls to know, like, there's so many better options. And if you couldn't make it in porn, if you couldn't make it in porn, then you probably wouldn't make it on social media either. So, like, what's the point of, like, doing porn? Like, try to do the better one first. Straight up. Do you think that the things that happen that you look back on in porn that you're like, yeah, fuck, like, it kind of fucked me up inside for a little bit? Like, do you think that it has directly affected relationships of, like, male relationships? I mean, obviously, you're in a relationship right now with Mike. We love. Do you think it's been hard? You obviously don't have to be like, Um, these are our personal conversations. No, no. But, like, has it affected it? Everyone's different. So... I know a lot of girls, like, who are in the industry, I see them online saying, like, I can't get a boyfriend, no one will date me. Like, I just don't think that that's true because I've had boyfriends while I was shooting porn, after porn, now, like, and guys are, like, willing and ready to, like, wife me up. I don't know, like, what it is, but it's just not true that no one wants to date you because you have done that. Um, However, like, issues in the relationship. So with my ex-husband, he was really, like, insecure about it, Um, just, like 
thinking that he wasn't big enough or like he would go online and like watch the scenes and then get really upset I'm like why are you doing that to yourself well also um, it's porn so like yeah. it's like that is not real like yeah. I'm like screaming 10 times fucking louder yes like, making these faces for a camera yes it's like, all fucking put together like for the scene like literally while I was shooting them I think okay I need to say this I need to squeeze the bed sheets this way right. or twerk that way like to make this movie you're like, being an actress yeah one that's gonna win an award and be great right. like that's what I was thinking I wasn't right. having sex so in my current relationship yes. um Mike's like very very different and he didn't tell me to say any of this like this is 100% <laughs> true he doesn't like care like that I did that yeah. like I've never the only time that he's ever brought it up is whenever like I threatened to break up with him and my ex used to do this too they all want to say no one else is gonna love you like I do oh, because God. of your past and I'm like that's not true because I had him and I have you now wait that someone is so else is willing good. to do it too wait Lana that's also like amazing <laughs> that you're like so no because like now my past two have said that yeah and all fucking ready to propose to me like right. you're like little like simps for me sorry <laughs> <laughs> like hello shout out um what was your relationship to sex when you were having when you were doing porn as compared to now because I remember I wanted to ask you like I have heard that there are some people in porn that get like addicted and become sex addicts because you're having sex every fucking day and like um, what was your relationship back then um, to porn? when I was shooting porn I didn't have sex with people off camera like wow. my life was just like all about work I would wake up every single day go shoot a porn scene like I had no life wow I didn't I think I almost like forgot how to like have real sex because it was like so staged and yeah. just like mechanical um and you must have also been just like exhausted yeah like my like you get so many like issues with like your vagina your yeah. butthole like it was always like hurting like, it was just it was just fucked <laughs> the butthole is just constantly in pain do you think that you still struggle a little bit from like the trauma of thinking back to those things so i feel like your brain like subconsciously like sort of just like puts it away yeah. so i don't really think about it until um people remind me or like i see it online yeah you know and like i'll even i'll be looking at in front of mike and i'm like oh my god this is disgusting like yeah you're like who is that person? yeah that's what i tell him too i'm like that wasn't me like i don't know who the fuck that was like i don't look at it and see myself right. like it's just very weird yeah that must be such an out-of-body experience looking back and seeing that but it's also like when I look at shit that I was doing in high school, I as and I even if it's not porn, like you go through different phases of your life and you were doing something like that and now you're such a different person where you're mm -hmm. saying you'll never go back to porn. So yeah. I can imagine you've distanced yourself enough away from it so that when yeah. you look back now, you're like, That was a different human. Yes, that's exactly how I feel. Like I literally whenever I see it, I don't think that it's me. I'm right. like, Who is that? Have you ever had like issues with when you were having sex like did you ever have like like flashbacks anxiety yeah or flashbacks um not not like with like the right people like I've had a couple um guys that I was trying to date and they I saw this in one of your questions too you were like do you guys expect you to be like yes. the Lana Rose that they watched online so the right guy won't but I've had a few guys who would expect me to like do all these things and just like be disrespectful or like pull out their camera without asking um and so those are times that it would like really fuck me up and then also just like the stigma that's like followed me like I deal with har harassment like online which is like normal like I can deal with that um but also like in person like I have a house in Chicago. My neighbors there would, like, harass me, call the police on me. Like, Wait, why? Because um, they said that they didn't want me around their kids. 
in like the bougie ass neighborhood that I live in I'm like really because like what am I gonna do go fuck your kid like shut up yes like, and like at this point I've been retired for like two years so I'm like right. come on can I get a fucking break like the neighbors like I forgot to close my blinds and I was taking a bath <gasps> on the complete other side of my house she's looking out her window through my house to see me in the bathtub calls the police to tell them that I'm taking a bath um, what the fuck? I'm taking Fashion Nova pictures in my front yard. Calls the police, says that I'm shooting porn in my yard. <gasps> oh, <this woman laughs> Fashion, Fashion Nova you. pictures for Instagram. Like, wait, this woman is literally out to get yes. you. Did you like? You don't have your house there anymore. Oh, I still have it, but I'm not fucking living there. Like, I just can't deal with that shit. Have you ever had a like boyfriend's parents be super disapproving when they find this out? No, I've been super lucky. Um, ex-husband's parents don't know how to use the internet. <laughs> like, they didn't even know, honestly. <laughs> they were like, I'd show up like in my Mercedes. They'd be like, how does she afford that car? <laughs> and, You're like, you know, and we're just like, just I have an income money. business. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mike's family like loves me. Like whenever um, people like make fun of me online, whenever I'm with them, they're like, "Well, tell them to fuck off and drive away in your Lambo. Like his family's so dope. Wait, that's It's amazing. like perfect for me. All right, let's talk about fucking sex. Because you're <laughs> and, like, you have great sex. Like, what is, like, what are your go-to favorite sex positions? I am so basic. I love missionary. I love missionary, too. It's I the best. It's I think best. it's great. I think it's fucking great. It feels the best for me, like, with Mike, at least. So, like, one thing that's interesting that I just started, like, doing with him that I never did with anyone else oh. is I said that we like missionary. Um, So, like, whenever he's on top, I'll, like, and he's, like, going and not, I'll, like, pull him in, like, oh. even harder just so it goes like all the way like deep are you pulling in, like hard. his hips yeah his hips how just like slamming yes. it in and, and, so, and it's like you can't get in and hard hard enough, enough. like yeah. you're like i literally want you inside of my guts yes that's it i think that goes back to the enthusiasm like girls listening it's like if you can be grabbing the man like even if it starts yeah, helping slow, him like fuck yes, you and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like even if you kind of like grab the back of his ass almost yeah and, like, i love touching him, his ass oh mike what a great ass you've got over there pal <laughs> i feel like like you have an amazing you do what i you feel i know you have an amazing ass does mike like fucking you from behind a lot or no we rarely do like doggy positions we rarely this do reverse shocking. cowgirl um my ex was obsessed with, with reverse like cowgirl um yeah and doggy like he was an ass guy right mike's a boob guy so they literally right. want to look at like what they're more into like right. mike like has to touch the boobs he has to suck the boobs right. while he's like doing everything like He's obsessed with boobs. Mike has to suck the boobs. Mike yeah, has he to does. Touch the boobs. Like if I, God forbid, I leave my shirt on during a blowjob. Like he's like, in he's what like, world I ha- do you think like, I'm going to be able to come if I yeah, don't see that? Nipple? He's like, I have to see the titties. <laughs> Wait, that is fascinating because it is so true. Like men are so visual, mm-hmm. and so whatever they're more into, which is crazy. Like some are. I feel like more guys are more ass guys recently than tit guys. Yeah, but I think that's just like yeah. our generation, and then it's soon gonna change. Because I feel I, like it I used feel to like be... it's going back towards skinny girls, which sucks. Because I bought this big oh, fucking butt. I got these big <laughs> fucking titties, and now guys want girls who have like skinny little legs, no, no it's butt. Crazy. It's so crazy because I feel like the Kardashians changed our generation and like they were getting all like the the butt yeah. and the injections and everything. And then every girl was like, OK, I need to have the hourglass shape. 
now all of a sudden it's like it's how like skinny, skinny can you yeah, be how skinny it's bella hadid be? Yes. like it's like look like you're so famished that you're gonna pass out at any moment yes beautiful and i can <laughs> i can starve myself all that i want right. but i got these big old titty and ass now and they're not gonna go away wait so. no but you like look amazing so oh, you're thank fine you. it's amazing. <laughs> um you have a tattoo on your ass of an ex yeah so my ex-husband so maybe yeah. that's why mike doesn't want to fuck you behind because he's oh, looking at the guy's name i never name. thought of it like that yes. he does ask me to remove it i How? told him once he proposes wait that's actually kind of amazing wait yeah. why haven't you removed it um it's just like a lot of work i also yeah. take accutane so i'm not supposed to like do lasers like on my skin because yeah your skin looks amazing. i think my skin will like fall off or something <laughs> really, like, <laughs> nah, your butt's gonna have like a little yeah just like missing skin on my ass that wouldn't be good <laughs> how did you even decide to get that on your ass it was that a big moment i can't imagine getting a guy's name on my ass okay you're gonna think that i'm crazy i don't but Go ahead. i was 18 um we were only dating for a month lana and i wanted to get a tattoo i was like your let name. me get your name on my ass and and it turned out to be good luck. Like, we were together for a long-ass time. Right. Got married. Like, I don't regret it. Right. Do you like a guy to be vocal in bed? Um, I love whenever Mike, like, talks dirty. And I love, yeah, like, enthusiasm, too. Like, I love whenever he makes noises. Yes. Makes weird faces. Like, give me all the weird faces. Yes. Um, occasionally, he'll, like, talk dirty whenever he's, like, really horny. And I love that. It's... I just want guys to be more vocal in bed. Yes. It's so hot. It's the sexiest thing. It's so it really fucking is. hot. Like I sometimes I'll look up there and like I've had guys where I'm like, like, are you breathing? Like, are, how are we doing up there? Like, are you awake? Like, what's going on? Like, make a noise. Like, breathe. Exhale. Please. Exhale. <laughs> and it's like, what is going on? And I, I wish, and I guess men sometimes don't know what to say. Like, I feel like sometimes they get too in their heads of, like, the, the girl's supposed to dirty talk. But I'm like, if you, even if a guy looks at me and is like, oh, fuck, baby, your pussy feels so good. Oh, or my like, God. You, that would I'm be like, so hot. I just came. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm having an orgasm. <laughs> like, but not enough men. Like, if you're listening to this for the love of fucking god coming from alexandra cooper and lana rose please speak up please please and the grunts like i've made fun oh of it because i just think it's funny like sometimes guys have different like oh faces and when he's coming like have you had the guys that are like oh, oh. Like, <laughs> they're, like having like an exorcism they're, i would like, oh. I, I would love that like more more expression no the better way. i love whenever oh. they make an ugly ass face whenever they're like <laughs> <laughs> no it's so true it's like as as funny as it kind of is when you think back later when you're like sobered out of the sex so if hot. he is like freaking the fuck out i'm like yeah that's what my pussy just did to <laughs> yes and it's like the yes, best yes so but then i also think there are girls that because i think guys don't would never fake that so then girls who are known to sometimes fake orgasms which like i faked an orgasm in my life are you fucking kidding of course i will not <laughs> sit here and be like never in my life have i not faked one like i have um not that it's not that i'm enjoying it but i've been with some guys that i'm like okay this needs to like wrap up i agree yeah, time, but like let's go yeah um everyone has you faked an orgasm yeah only whenever guys have like insisted on eating my pussy oh, and i want so it to be over with and you're like it's, listen well i try telling them i'm like listen let's just use my vibrator right, like, like here you go here it is and he's like no my tongue first i try like come on just fuck me just fuck right, me yeah, come yeah, on you try to grab but them. Then they're, they're like no let me finish <laughs> you baby then i'm like okay <sighs> i just came sorry <laughs> <laughs> bawling my eyes out it's like it's sad it's like gets upsetting but like girls, take a hint <laughs> take a hint a man's balls are a very like foreign region to women because it's the whole misconception mm-hmm. of like if you touch it the wrong way he will die like he will start crying like how do you work with the balls and the asshole okay on so a man? 
the balls like it really depends on the guy like some guys don't like it some have less sensitivity and you can tug on them put them all in your mouth like some guys guys yeah it hurts whenever you try to do it um and it's so interesting to always see like the difference in the balls because some have really tight really saggy ones really saggy interesting fact about mike i don't know if this is every guy but he has something that we call like morning balls in the morning they're like super tight like sucked up like looks like a 12 year old wait what yes they're like really tight and perky in the morning and then at nighttime they're like they're like all saggy out like grandpa balls wait that's so interesting i is every guy like that i don't know now i'm gonna have to look (laughs) i know fuck next time the guy olivia um next time i'm gonna have to do that like let me inspect the balls in the morning Morning and at night because the guy that i'm hooking up with we were like cuddling in the morning and he literally took my hand he was like please just like cut my balls like i want you to just hold my balls and i literally was holding them they felt very like tight tight and up there and then later when we were fucking i'm like he doesn't have like the they were like swinging yeah (laughs) (laughs) balls are so fascinating so no i think it's that's where i always say communication if you just ask your partner like babe like what do you like with your balls like i think men would find that so hot because some guys are like do all the things i love all the things and then other guys are like no i'm not into it what about the ass? Tell um, us. The ass, like, so I personally, <laughs> Mike's only let me do this one time. I don't even know if I should say it. Say it. It's call her but daddy, bitch. I find it, like, super, like, a big turn on, like, getting guys to do, like, somewhat, like, feminine things. Like, I I got him to, like, go into doggy one time for me to eat it. And that's, like, the best position for, like, eating the ass because then you can, like, eat it and then you can put your hand in the front and, you know, like, jerk it off. But he's only done it one time because he thinks, like, going into doggy is... Wait, no, I don't think... (laughs) Like, too feminine? I think that if a man... See, I'm on the opposite spectrum where I'm like, Mike, shout the fuck out. (laughs) I think that when men can be confident enough in their sexuality to do that with their girlfriend i think it's so hot because it's like when guys to me are like stop like if i'm even trying to like put my <laughs> finger in their ass i'm like what is wrong with you like embrace it it yeah. feels good you Mike fucking has yet to let me put my put finger something. in his okay. butt and i've asked so many times right. he's supposed to let me peg him for my birthday but <laughs> i guess i guess that was a joke too because he didn't let me do it <laughs> wait okay so you're eating his ass and then you're putting your hand around yeah so i'll spit on the hand i'll like jerk it off or right. i could like do the balls and then like i'll like drop down underneath like lick the balls um maybe put my head on the other side like suck it a little bit come back over oh yeah you're kind of doing like on one side of the yeah. fence and the other you're, like, yeah like i'm getting forth. all of it all of it <laughs> well because his dick isn't a vagina you can't go back to front on a vagina yeah. i'm like thank you so much for my fucking uti and my yeast infection you fucking bitch um but like a dick like you can go back from their ass and like like go to his dick and yes. like nothing. I don't think anything's gonna happen. Um, I love when guys want to just do like all the things, and I think that it makes you closer. I like like getting when I'm like in more in a relationship. I like to try weird shit because even if you like push it to a level that's like insanity i think it's like more fun because then you can lay there and even if you're like we didn't like that as much yeah. or you liked it it's you get you closer. experienced it together right. and i really like like weird like sexual fantasies too like to oh. play out with mike he's like the first guy that i've liked doing like fantasies with which is fun we walk I'll put on like that. i mean i'll put on like the little outfits and stuff we've done some like really weird ones also he says no sometimes to like the super weird ones that i want to do what are the super weird ones 
I can't even say because it's like so, they're so fucked. <laughs> okay. I can't. You're I've like, I've done like schoolgirl. Like okay. I've pretended that he was like my PE teacher, but those right. are like the more like mild ones. Like there's literally been ones where he's like, "There's no fucking way I'm doing that." He's like, "I will be mentally scarred from this, and I'm not down to do that." So do you just which annoys me? Like I want someone who's gonna do like everything that I want. Yeah. But maybe he'll ease into it eventually. Yeah. He'd probably have to be in the right mood for yes. it. Yes. I think a lot of girls want to do role playing with their boyfriends, but they feel super insecure to like start it. Like how do you? go about it like do you walk into the room and like you're in a character and you don't break character like how does it go down yeah so like I'll just like surprise him like I'll just like go into my closet like put on like a fun outfit and come out it I guess it just depends on like your relationship like yeah. me and Mike are both really open like sexually we have like bomb ass sex right yeah I'm like I'll put on like my schoolgirl outfit I'll be like Mr. Cheney I really want an A plus in your class what can we do to work this out we will Mike talk back oh uh, yeah wait <laughs> stop I love it I'm so proud of him because I think sometimes guys have a hard time like girls like we can get into character and I fucking thrive off of it the school teacher one is like pretty fucking amazing he, he loves like playing characters because you can either with the school teacher one you can either go the bad girl like I'm in trouble or you can do like the like I really want an A like I'm an A plus student like yeah, I want extra yeah, credit yeah I like pretending to be like the innocent one and then all of a sudden you're like choking on his I dick can, yeah <laughs> I can tell you like one weird one that Mike didn't agree to what this is probably like so weird you tell me tell me <laughs> okay so I got like a jar of peanut butter and I was like put this on your dick and pretend that I'm a dog <laughs> and he wouldn't do it <laughs> I honestly like this is so fucked up but I thought you were gonna more so be like I wanted him to dress up as like a priest and like I I didn't know where you're going with it you're like so I want to put peanut butter on your dick and you wanted you wanted to pretend you were a dog or he was a dog no that no that I was like the dog and that because you know like people do that oh yeah and they yeah. have their like dog eat their pussy out yes or like they're a wiener yeah and so <laughs> and, a and so I was like pretend that I'm a dog and you put peanut butter on your dick and you're gonna get on your knees and start acting <laughs> and like give him a blowjob yeah wait I don't hate that isn't that hot though I think like I think maybe he was like he's like, like oh it's a mess or whatever yeah well I can't Mike I don't know I also peanut butter is very fucking like sticky yeah it so probably you, would like get stuck in his wee wee hole it would definitely be in the wee wee <laughs> hole but also I feel like for you there's two ways it could go like giving a blowjob with peanut butter it could be like you oh are so in God. it because you're having to literally like slurp I could, like, and slurp or yeah. you could get like sometimes you can't like, like breathe you can't, yeah. whenever you're oh, I remember now right, if you like have too much peanut butter in your mouth yes you kind of can't like um swallow or oh, even like yeah breathe. swallow like your whole mouth just becomes kind of like what even is the word like I know, know what I saying? know what you're talking about I remember as a kid putting too much peanut butter and je- too much peanut butter in my peanut butter and jelly and my I couldn't swallow yes. yeah so uh, I, I wonder how that probably work. wouldn't have worked anyway yeah maybe let's <laughs> try something different I just had recently a girl say she wrapped the dick in a fruit roll-up Ooh. and she went like, but I'd, I'd want to bite it then that's also an issue. All right, Lana, let's maybe not do the fruit roll up because Mike is going to be like, so I'm in the hospital this week because Alex told Lana to put a fucking fruit roll up on my oh dick. Oh my God. Um, maybe like Nutella, something like, I don't know. Mm. Something. We could, we could get some like chocolate sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I but I think that. it's fun that you're saying like you, this is a perfect example of you saying in your sex life, you are mixing it up. Yeah, you don't have that. to have threesomes to have crazy I'm sex. all the woman that he needs. Tell us about your OnlyFans. My OnlyFans? The, this is what our world is today. And I think that so many years ago, it was like 
porn was so taboo. Now it's like, not only is that not taboo anymore, really, it's like every girl walking down the street has an OnlyFans, and it's like cool to be like, how much are you making? Yeah, like how much do you make from your OnlyFans? Yeah. Okay, so is this like your main source of income? Um, no, I do a lot of things now. I don't invest as much effort into my OnlyFans as I should because I know like how much like Riley and like my friend Lena are making. Like they're fucking crushing it, but I also don't do the same type of content that they do. I'm only posting nudes. They're like doing everything on their OnlyFans, so that like hinders it because. Obviously, you can see me doing other things online. Right. So only a certain percentage of people are going to sign up just to see my nudes, right. which I'm fine with because I've gotten to the point in my life where I don't want to do anything that doesn't like bring happiness and joy to me. If it's going to make me less happy, I'm not going to do it. That's like good. I don't give a fuck about the money. No, that's really good. But I still, I still make bank, though. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> You're like, and when I say I'm not making as much as, like, Riley and them, I'm like, it's not have, that bad. I have other, like, things Sources that I make money from. Yeah, because okay. I'm sort of, I'm in a weird position, like, probably one of the first from, like, adult industry to, like, become, like, a almost, like, actual influencer. Right. So I still do, like, brand deals and, like, all of that stuff as amazing. well, businesses, merch. I guess, like, I could see girls being in the industry, like, it must get so addicting because once you go down the path of doing porn, like you said, you were like, oh, like some girls are like, I can't get boyfriends or this and that. But once you commit to that, you must have a fear of like, how do I even pivot? Like you were so fortunate, Lana, that you were able to like grow your social media. I was was scared. Whenever I first quit doing porn, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do now? I'm used to this lifestyle. I have like a $4,000 apartment at the time. And I was scared, but I just... I personally think if you wake up every single day and, like, you are just, like, I'm going to work at this every single fucking day. And I was talking to them about this in the car. Like, if you live it and breathe it every day, like, you're going to fucking make it. Like, you either have talent or you have, like, hard work and dedication. It's one or the other or both. And then you're very fortunate. Um, But for me, it was definitely, like, hard work and dedication, like, to get here. Now I'm just chilling. Like, I don't really do anything anymore. No, but I think (laughs) it's, like, it's inspiring to see this because I think, like, you – as much as you have like I mean your life looks like so nice now but yeah. like when you sit here and we started as you being like so when I was 13 like I knew I went to do porn but I also then went to jail yeah. and like you have your family shit which everyone has but like your journey to getting to not only becoming like that's great that you were like the most searched porn on porn but now yeah. you're like no I'm happy I have a boyfriend yeah. that loves me and I also have career aspirations outside of porn yeah um no that's amazing wow I feel like we kind of went through a lot today. Lana, plug yourself. Like, like what? Like, <laughs> put, put a, no, I mean, like, your social media handles. Lana's like, put what in my what? Um, like, Instagram, OnlyFans, like, where can people find you? Oh, okay, for sure. All right, guys, you can find me on social media just as my name, Lana Rhodes, OnlyFans, Lana Rhodes, times three. Um, but don't think you're going to see anything crazy on there. It's literally just nudes. It's just nudes. So if you want to go see my nudes, head over there. Lana, thank you so much for coming on. I think, Thanks. like, your story was amazing, and I think a lot of people are going to be really excited to hear this side of you and thanks for some of like the sex the sex talk yes thanks for having me it was honestly like a lot of fun like I hate doing podcasts but this was probably my favorite one just because like your energy is so good and I felt so comfortable that makes me so fucking happy thank you you'll have to come on again soon thank you All around the world people want me to stop but I can't because all I know, I know in my soul, I know in my soul.
the day was born to go to France and to give everyone a little thing that I like to call. <laughs> Questions of the Wicked Questions of the Motherfucking Wike. Bye bye. Questions of the Motherfucking Wike. <laughs> oh my god. I am never, ever going to get fucked again. Thank God the men that I talk to, I'm always like, do you like listen to Questions of the Week? They're like, no, I usually just like listen to the episode. I'm like, thank the Lord. God is good. God is fucking good. Daddy gang, what the fuck is up? Questions of the fucking week. You bitches thought I was going to forget about you. I was thinking about it. I'm like, eh, I got a little bit of hate. Alex, stop doing questions of the week. It makes you go from a seven to a two. I don't care, okay? My vibrator can fuck me better than your fucking little dick ever could, okay? Okay, daddy gang. And also to everyone that likes it, I fucking love you. I read your DMs and I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. So let's get into it. I'm fine. Are you guys okay? Okay, perfect. Questions of the fucking week. Alex, I honestly am not comfortable talking about this to anyone and I am freaking out right now and you're the first person I thought of that might actually have something to say that could point me in the right direction. All right, sweetheart, let's go. So me and my boyfriend have been dating for almost three years. He was asleep and I decided to go on his phone. I looked in his recently deleted photos and he has a fucking video of himself touching his asshole. (laughs) I immediately got up and went to the bathroom to freak out and I told him to leave my house. Am I right to be disturbed? I am still freaking out and I am so close to breaking up with him. Oh my God. I'm not even against doing more in bed with him, but why does he have a video like this? And why is he, why is he not talking about it to me? Either way, I want to die. LOL. I love you, daddy. All right, sweetheart, calm down. (laughs) Calm the fuck down. First of all, you're fine. At least it's not a video of a guy putting his dick in your boyfriend's asshole. You know what I mean? Okay, so like we can we can cancel that out. Like at least it's not a guy putting a dick in his asshole or like a girl like fucking fisting your boyfriend. It's just him. Okay, we're just still in the close quarters of your home. Still, it's between the two of you. Although now as I'm thinking about it, I'm sorry, but I can't help but think you should check his phone farther or the iPad or the computer because he could be sending that to a girl or a guy. That could be a bad. Yeah. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, the worst case scenario is he was sending that video to someone. Actually, now I'm full-blown spiraling because I was about to go in a different direction and be like, maybe you need to be more open and like talk about ass play with him because it feels like maybe you guys don't have that relationship and he's feeling suppressed. I completely take that back and I'm completely going right to this revelation. I think he probably sent that to someone. Because why would he take a video of himself fingering his asshole to like what, watch back and like see what it looks like? He could just look up porn like he could just watch gay porn or he could watch porn of like a girl pegging a guy in the asshole yeah oh oh god oh oh god yeah wait 
fuck okay girlfriend i'm so sorry you actually have every right to freak out i was gonna be like why are you freaking out just communication be like baby i want to stick a finger in your ass why don't you let me no i think yeah i think he sent that to someone and then he deleted it immediately so my suggestion is um ask him to open the ipad you know the classic call her daddy you put the ipad down or you put the computer down you say open the fuck up and then you go through his text messages and unfortunately i feel like you're gonna find that video sent to someone oh my god i'm so fucking sorry yeah I mean there's just no I just really can't understand why he he wouldn't go back and jerk off to watching himself finger finger his asshole it would be just like porn so like who was that video for you know what I mean I'm really sorry I think we just casually discovered that your boyfriend is cheating on you I love you daddy DM me or like write me in if you figure this out sorry okay I have been seeing this guy for the past two months and after texting every single day and seeing each other every week, I wanted to know if he saw this going anywhere. When I asked, he answered that it was too early for him to know and that school is his priority. He's super focused on his career, so he's always busy and doesn't try to make time for me, but I'm still willing to try to make it work. His actions and words don't match as he initiates most conversations and is the one asking me out. I want to try and distance myself, but how do I make him want me? All right, this is interesting. Here's the thing. Ladies, and I know this is annoying, but this is just, no matter how, (laughs) no matter how fucking healthy I get on this goddamn fucking show, I will always stay true to this one belief system. And it is that as a woman, unfortunately, men constantly think, constantly think that we are trying to get wifed the fuck up. And men are so much more afraid of commitment than women. So when a woman looks a man dead in the fucking eyes and says, what are we? Or do you see a future for us? The man shuts the fuck down. Even if he's like, I could so see something with this girl. If you jump too fast, because you're saying this is two months you've only been seeing this guy. Girlfriend, that is too fucking soon. That is too fucking soon to be asking a dude, what are we? Do you see a future? Do you see a future? I don't even still know what your fucking favorite fucking pasta dish is. I don't even know. I haven't even met your family. What do you mean a future? What if your fucking mother is psychotic? Like these are the things that girls, I know initially you're like, I don't want to get her. I just want to know. Write it in your fucking diary. You like him. He likes you. Okay, chill. (sighs) Okay, my advice right now, though, is if he is initiating shit, things are going well, right? Okay, so let it progress. Now, this is basically the psycho way to find out if he cares a little bit, okay? If you're in college, which it seems like you are, this is what you're going to do. A couple times throughout the next few weeks, just fucking kind of go MIA, okay? When he texts you to hang out, don't answer, But then the next day be super nice because if he doesn't want to play games, just kind of show him like, fuck, I have my own life and I'm not even trying to be a dick. Like I was just super busy last night. I didn't even answer him. You know what I mean? It's not that he's like, okay, this girl's full blown playing games. I'm trying to work on my fucking school and this bitch is like playing games with me. Not interested. No, no, no. You don't want to come off like a fucking psycho. But strategically, you need to show him you have your own life. And then text and be like, holy shit, sorry, like I was super busy last night. I was out. Like, sorry, I didn't answer you. Like, what are you up to this week? Dabble with being a little inconsistent and falling off the map for a minute, but then be super nice back so that he has to sit in his room while he's studying and putting his books first and be like, 
okay, hold on. She's clearly out there like kind of living her life, but she's super sweet to me and always wants to hang out. And I told her, cause he'll remember the conversation. I told her that I, I needed to focus on school. So she's clearly still interested in me, but she also took that information and now she's kind of living her own life. And then he'll probably either make a decision. Kate, no, I don't want her living her own life. I want us to be more official. I want us to be more exclusive or he'll be like, thank God. Or he'll be like, thank God she found something else to do other than fucking blowing me up 24 seven and bothering the fucking living shit out of me. I have a science exam tomorrow. Bitch, leave me alone. So I think that that's probably the best way. I just, I just think asking a guy two months in what you are, it's like, do you want him to run for the fucking hills? You can ask that eventually, but not that soon in. And honestly, I know this sounds fucking annoying, but this is how I play it all the time. If you don't ask them, all of a sudden, if you're hanging out all the time and everything's good, all of a sudden a guy, if he does like you, he's going to eventually be like, wait, why isn't she asking what we are? Why hasn't she tried to put any guidelines on this? And then they'll get insecure and then they'll come for you. But if you're the first one, they're like, okay, you played your hand. Now he fucking knows you like him. You want to be something. And now he's like, okay, I have that option. Now what else? Okay. Hey daddy, love your show. And I could use your input. I have been dating this guy since May and it's been absolutely amazing. But I just found out that he cheated on his ex and he already did not have the best best track record. He's pretty much her every single girl he's dated and calls all of his exes crazy. I know red flag. I get nervous from his past that he only hasn't cheated on me because he hasn't gotten the chance during COVID. Since he's been with me, I really do think he's changed. But I hate those girls that are like, no, I know he's been a dick before, but not to me. He's changed. I've changed him. I don't want to get played. Do I cheat on him first because cheater be cheated on or do I trust him? Every time I bring it up, he says that he would never hurt me and doesn't want to talk about it more. Is it bad to play games with a boyfriend or what should I do in this situation? Okay, girlfriend. It seems to me like you're dealing with a classic fuck boy. Listen, I want you to understand that like I the only red flag, honestly, to me is this. Well, actually, I actually take all that back. There's multiple. Like you said, the red flag is if someone has cheated on every single girl or every single guy that they have ever fucking dated, I am sorry, but there is no way that that person is just going to change overnight. However, listen, say this guy's like 28, 29, and he really wants to change his life and he's like ready for marriage. Then maybe you could be the fucking unicorn that comes along and he's like, oh my God, like I want to finally settle down. I've been a fuck boy for so fucking long. However, you have to at least be weary. You're telling me right now he hasn't cheated on me. Have you checked his phone? How do you know? How do you know? If he has cheated on every single girlfriend in the past, how do you know he's not cheating on you right now? And it's a pandemic, so you haven't been with him 24-7. Like, have you checked his computer? No. Okay, so then don't say he's not cheating on you. The biggest red flag to me, though, and I think as I get into more mature relationships, this is the biggest red flag to me. The fact that you bring it up to him and you are voicing concern, saying like, listen, unfortunately, we have to have a conversation because your track record, like you literally cheat on every fucking girl. And the fact that you're saying he just says he won't hurt me, but he doesn't want to have a conversation about it. That is a huge fucking red flag. 
if a man is not willing to engage in a conversation with you multiple times and basically talk about it till it's fucking beating a dead horse, especially because it's his issue and his past, I say you're in the wrong fucking situation and like you need to be fucking ready to find out that he's probably cheating on you too. I just know men, if he doesn't, if he isn't willing to be like, baby, we will talk about this as many times as you fucking want, because I want you to feel secure in this situation. I promise you, I understand my past has been fucked and I understand I have done, I have done things that make it not look fucking promising for you, but I promise you this is different. If he's not willing to have that conversation every fucking day, that's such a red flag. Why doesn't he want to talk about it? Because it makes him uncomfortable because he doesn't have the fucking balls to sit there and like full blown, like emotionally lie to you. He's like, no, 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 I won't hurt you. Shut the fuck up. Okay, well, then I'm promising you if he won't even go there and talk about that, he, he's probably being shady. Hello, father. I have a question for you. This is not about sex, but about beginning a new chapter. I recently moved to a new town where I'm living alone. I don't make friends easily and I am a huge introvert. I get homesick very easily and this is definitely a struggle. I know you have also made a change to living alone and I was wondering if you have any tips or anything to help through this process. Thank you in advance. Love your show. It's a lifesaver on long road trips home. Proud of your success and strength. Oh my fucking God. I love you. Daddy. This makes me so sad. Um, guys, listen, I think that first of all, moving anywhere alone is probably the hardest fucking thing to do, but I want to just normalize. Like I remember my friend moved to a new state and she told me that she went on Bumble friends and I feel like some people could think that's like fucking weird. It's like, what are you such a loser? You need to go find friends on a fucking basically dating app, but it's like the friend version. No. No, I think that's like actually really fucking healthy and normal. Who doesn't crave human interaction? And I feel like if you're an introvert, my biggest advice to you is get on one of these apps to like, that's like a friend app and you already have your slide in line. Basically, it's like, hey, I just moved here. I'm new to this city. Um, like, and I'd be totally down to like grab a drink. Nothing weird. I'm just like totally looking to branch out and make new friends. That is the least weird thing you could say. Like you have your pickup line and you should initiate. You should initiate and I know it's hard, but like, I think you need to try to get out of your comfort zone, force yourself to go meet at a bar, go meet for dinner with any of these girls or guys. I would suggest you first go with girls um, and just meet up and see how it goes. Obviously meet in a public space. So it's like safe and everything, but you have to force yourself to occasionally get out or else you're going to be stuck inside. And it's not easy, especially during a pandemic. Like this shit fucking sucks. So I can imagine you're feeling super lonely. I just want to normalize for anyone though. Like if you're even not liking your friend group right now or anything, I think it's okay to branch out and like literally try to get on sites like this and make friends because the people you surround yourself with, sometimes you need to check. Do I have good people around me or do I have no one around me? Well, Find yourself friends that you think that you can match up with. And girlfriend, it may be a disaster. You could go on this fucking get drinks with this girl and she could be a raging psycho. And you're like, not for me. But at least now you're slowly starting to learn like, okay, that's not my type of person. Now let me go on another fucking hangout. Like, let's see. And then what eventually happens is my friend told me that she found one girl and slowly she integrated her into her friend group in that new city and she just found her new boyfriend through that friend that she met 
I mean, it's all about connections. And I think that if you're willing to put yourself out there, that's just the first start towards success. If you're not, then it's going to be really hard to fucking like feel comfortable in that new city. You have to try to make it your own, but I'm not lying. It's not going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It's going to be hard, but you just, if you want it, you have to work a little bit for it. Sex on a first date. How do you keep him interested after that? I seem to always want to do this if I really dig the guy and apparently I have no self-control. I'm actually looking for a relationship and not casual sex. Is there any way to come back after this or am I doomed to never see him again and or not be taken seriously? Okay, everybody listening to this, here's the thing about having sex on a first date. It truly depends on so many variables it's not a black or white answer if you are having sex with a dude who you have been texting and have such insane good chemistry with and you have good banter and you're going back and forth and it's super fun and you meet and you go on your actual first date and you end up fucking on the first date and you guys have such good fucking chemistry that guy may look at you and be like dude this girl's fucking dope like we just had bomb ass sex we have bomb ass conversations like i like this girl however If you talk a little bit and you go on a first date and you fuck a guy on the first date, he may look at you after and be like, um, you know, I don't really know. Like, I don't really love that. She just fucked my dick on the first date. Like what kind of girl is she? And like, does she do this with a lot of guys? Every guy is different. It literally is so crazy, but I'm sorry, but every single guy is different because some guys, as much as they would never fucking date a girl that fucks on the first date, I know guys that have fucked her on the first date and been like, yo, but I'm like obsessed. It straight up comes down to like chemistry and then also the emotional chemistry. If both are there, then usually guys are like, I don't really give a fuck. But if it was just physical and emotionally, he's like, "Uh, she's like, she's all right, but the sex was bomb. Then he may not even think about you as a girlfriend. If I were, if I were you though, it also depends on your situation. If you feel like you keep having sex with these guys and they keep not calling you after, I'm going to go ahead and say, and this fucking sucks, but maybe you need to change your game a little bit. You're fucking on the first date and these guys aren't calling you back after. So maybe you really need to show a guy a little bit more of who you are and your emotionality and then fuck to keep them. Everyone has different games. Some girls are so fucking psycho bomb in the bedroom and know how to like perfectly ramp it up on the first sex. And then the next day they can do that. Other girls it's like you got to let them know who you are first and then fuck. That's just the way the fucking game goes. So if fucking on the first date isn't working for you, close your fucking legs. You're like, I can't help it. Well, okay, fine. Then you're just going to get the same results. The definition of insanity, sweetie, is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. If you're fucking on the first date and they never call you back, I'm going to go ahead and say, maybe, maybe let's not do that. And like, wait a fucking second. And like masturbate five times a fucking day if you really need to. But like, no, the game is not working. So you've got to adjust. It's almost not even about fucking on the first date or not. It's just for you. It's not working. If it is for you, then I wouldn't say change it. Keep going. But it's not for you. Daddy, I need advice. My boyfriend of four years ghosted me. Okay, why am I doing Guys, daddy gang. My my boyfriend of four years ghosted my ass when I was out of town. I, can I just say, I fucking love when girls write in or guys write in and they're like, my girlfriend or my boyfriend ghosted me. How do you 
get ghosted by your girlfriend or your boyfriend. It is the most unbelievable fucking thing. I'm obsessed. My boyfriend of four years ghosted my ass when I was out of town. I come home and he won't even confront me or sleep in the same bedroom. So I packed all my shit and left without a care in the world for him. He never actually broke up with me. After 24 fucking hours after I leave, I hear that he's already hooking up with other girls and ate a random girl's pussy in the bar parking lot. I feel like he is out to get me. I don't want to be with him again, but I want him to miss me and care. What do I do? This is so fucking unbelievable. Daddy Gang, I fucking love you. Okay, sweetheart. Jesus Christ. Number one, you're in a four-year relationship and he's doing this to you. He has zero respect for you and he is full-blown over the relationship. That's just what it is. He is over it. He's completely over it. (laughs) Or he's completely lost his mind. He's having a midlife fucking crisis. No, he's over it. So you saying you want him to miss you and to care, that is so sad. Like, he doesn't. But you're saying, no, but I want him to. Well, he doesn't. So now say it the opposite way. He doesn't care about you and he doesn't miss you. Why do you want to have to trick someone into missing you and caring about you? He ate. No, no, really. Let's let's live in this for a minute. He ate a bitch's pussy in the bar parking lot. Sweetie, he has zero respect for you. After a four-year relationship, 24 hours after you leave the home and you didn't even fully verbally agree that you guys broke up, the self-worth game, we really need to strengthen. And this is what I said to all my friends. Be in the feels. Sweetheart, be in the fucking feels. You were just in a four-fucking-year relationship and this shit just went down. You should be bawling your eyes out. You should be so sad. Of course you should miss him. Of course you should want him to miss you and care about you. Yes. But take your time and mourn the ending of that relationship because going back shouldn't be even a fucking blimp of an option unless okay and unless and I know I'm being an asshole here but unless you can look at every single person in your family and all of your friends and you can verbally say guys I want to address I'm going back to someone that disrespects me doesn't care about me and will cheat on me and I'm totally okay with that just so you guys know totally down gonna get disrespected gonna get cheated on but like I'm going back if you can verbally acknowledge that to everyone around you that loves and cares about you and you go back then I mean sweetheart you gotta get into therapy but do you know what I'm saying it's like you can miss him you can care about him absolutely it would be weird after four years if you didn't but to not have enough self-worth and know what you deserve and to want to go back to that that's where there's a problem and you got to figure that shit out all right guys that is it for this week dati gang um i hope you all enjoyed that little episode hopefully you guys are excited for um next week as i record this episode lauren is downstairs in my apartment she's studying she has an exam But I went down, I took a little water break, and I said, hey, Lauren, listen, would you uh, be a fucking gem and just let me hand you a goddamn microphone next week and just chat it up with me for a little bit about this little rendezvous we're having with uh, the Motley crew. And by the Motley crew, I mean my ex and his entire fucking friend group. And she was like, I would be honored. So hopefully um, she'll be around and we'll really dig deep into what the fuck is going on with the Red Wedding, all the things. Guys, go follow me on Instagram. It's Alexandra Cooper. Go follow Call Her Daddy. It's just Call Her Daddy on all things social media. And don't forget to write into the show, guys. You can either just DM me because I do read a lot of my DMs. 
Um, or you guys can go to the Barstool website. You go to barstool.com. You go to shows, call her daddy, and then it's just submit your question and write in. You can keep it anonymous or you can get a little fucking frisky and maybe, I don't know, put your fucking name or your enemy's name. Mm-hmm. That's the way to fucking do it. Dirty gang, I fucking love you. You know the fucking drill. I will see you motherfuckers next Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today. Okay, real talk for a second, Daddy Gang. Sex is great. We know that, okay? But sex isn't always perfect. And if you have unprotected sex, you have the power to choose what's right for you in that moment. If not getting pregnant is the goal, plan B emergency contraception is a great backup plan because listen, getting wild in the bedroom can be fun, but feeling out of control afterwards, not so fun. With plan B, you can take control of your body and your future whenever you need a backup plan. It's important to remember to take plan B as directed within 72 hours after unprotected sex. And keep in mind that the sooner you take it, the better it works. With plan B, you've got this and I've got you, daddy gang. With a special $10 coupon for your next plan B, visit planbcoupon.com slash daddy to get $10 off your next purchase. That's planbcoupon.com slash daddy to get $10 off your next purchase.